Hey, now you know the scoop. I'm here with Mike Hopper. Mike, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Rob? I am wonderful. Got an event coming up we want to talk about right off the bat, and then we'll, we'll talk about some other stuff, too. But you have a great event coming up called the Great Western Fan Fest, and that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Tell everybody a little bit about it if they may not be familiar with it. All right. The Great Western Fan Fest uh, started, uh, I think it's, this is its uh, 15th year. Uh, it was originally started by the National Quartet Convention. Uh, they wanted to do uh, kind of a satellite convention from, from what's done in, in Louisville, Kentucky every year in September. So they created uh, the Great Western uh, Quartet Convention. And um, it started in, um, uh, we started in Fresno, actually, at Selen mm-hmm. Arena. And then it moved up to Sacramento, to the Sacramento Convention Center, and it was up there for a few years. And then uh, the board just decided that uh, they they just had so much on their plate with Louisville and everything going on that uh, they were going to discontinue it. So uh, it kind of got handed over to myself and my brother Dean and my dad, Claude, and Les Beasley. And uh, we've just continued it on, and we moved it back to Fresno for a couple of years, and we were there at the, uh, at the Save Mart Arena uh, on the campus of Fresno State. Now we have moved it to Visalia, California, Last year was our first year there at the Visalia Convention Center. It's a beautiful little town right south of Fresno, about, I don't know, 30 miles, 25 miles or so, right at the base of the Sequoia Mountains. It's a beautiful little town there, and they have a convention center. We have the concert in their main arena, center stage in the round, and we have three days of great gospel music. Uh, we have comedy comedians in we have soloists trios groups uh we do patriotic hymns of the faith this year we've got pianos uh on parade which is always a hit with the folks out there and our very special guest this year is dr charles stanley of in touch ministries that will be speaking saturday afternoon uh, on april 30th oh that is cool yeah, it's a great three days of, of just a nice mixture of, of music and ministry and a lot of fun. And and the uh, the city of Visalia has really rolled out the red carpet uh, for everyone. Uh, the, the feedback that we got from last year's event was tremendous. Everybody enjoyed the move. Uh, they, they liked the facility, the hospitality of the town there. Plenty of hotels right around the convention center within walking distance. Uh, then they had set up an RV park because we have a lot of RVers that come mm-hmm. in to be a part of the Fan Fest. And so they had set up a special Fan Festival RV park and they had uh, have free shuttle services back and forth for that. And uh, it, it's just, it's a great time. It's a great weekend. That is it. And plus, it's something you didn't mention. Of course, you mentioned parking and hotels. And I checked this actually before we talked about having a booth there. There's a Starbucks close by. Which was, <laughs> which was really important. How could I forget that? I but know. You know what? More important for us from back east, they have the In-N-Out Burger, and oh, that yes. is the, the best hamburger in the world. And we love In-N-Out Burger, and we hit that every time we go to California. You know, I think we should get a plug. I, seriously, I think I should get some like gift cards from In-N-Out because every group mentions In-N-Out Burger when they go to California. So. Oh, they're amazing. Then those fresh cut homemade fries, man, you can't beat them. Oh, the French fries, you could just eat those. They're good cold too, by the way. Just just yeah, so you know. Yeah. In case you ever like get an extra bag and you're like, 
not not speaking from experience here, but you know, like one o'clock <laughs> in the morning, uh, digging in a bag and finding a few f- cold French fries, they're still good then. So, but no, it, yeah. it, tell us a little bit about the lineup because I know people are going to be excited about this. It's a really a good good lineup you have this year. So tell everybody a little bit well, about who's going to be there. All right, this year we're bringing in. Uh, we try to mix it up every year. Bring in some new talent that that maybe has never been to uh, the West Coast or or has been a part of the fan festival. And then of course we bring back the favorites that the people like every year. So this year uh, we've got Greater Vision coming back. They're always a fan festival uh, favorite. We got Legacy Five. We've got uh, the Quartet, Male Quartet of the Year, Triumphant Quartet mm-hmm. that will be with us. Uh, first time at the fan fest with us is Jeff and Sherry Easter that will be a part this year. Uh, and like I said, Dr. Charles Stanley will be with us, and I know I'm leaving some people out. I don't have it right in front of me. And, of course, the Hoppers will be there. And um, uh, so it, it's, a, it's a great weekend. And plus, it's good for them. You don't want to give them all the names because you want them to go to the website, don't you? Absolutely. That, that, that's Fan why you were festivals. doing that on purpose. <laughs> Fanfestivals.com. It's, got it, uh, it's all listed there and, and all information to... Uh, to get your tickets and be a part. Now, if people are still thinking about it, maybe on the fence, there's still hotels, still places, and still tickets, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we actually have. Uh, I was speaking uh, with our, uh, our our ticket facility this week, and they had just released uh, some prime seats that were made available. So they are they'll be gone fast, but uh, they are available now, and there is hotel accommodation still available in the area. Sweet, yes, and it's really a nice, I do a lot of events like this, and when I went to pick my hotel, it was a real nice range of places to stay, which I thought was really fantastic. Now, I've never been, now, you know what, I had somebody ask me, how do you say it? I want you to say the town for me so everybody can get it right. Visalia. Visalia, see, I have said it right and I didn't even know it, which is amazing. (laughs) Okay, I want to talk about your life a little bit, too. Course, oh, okay. Because you you are a musician, who really influenced you? Who was kind of the the person that first influenced you to play the drums? And you know, to be honest with you, I've known you a long time, and I don't know. Do you play anything else? Uh, I play bass a little bit, and uh, just kind of a little bit on the piano, but not enough to just for chords uh-huh. you know, to know to know what they are and whatnot. So who so uh, who who was your influence? Who you know when wow. you were younger, who did you say, "Man, I want to play like they play" or you know, who was the person that got you really interested in the drums? Man, you know, uh, it, that's like a, a mixed salad. Uh, you know, I I had quite a few that you know, I used to sit and watch uh, personally or would listen to on records and and uh you know, I, I when I first started, or, or even before I started, luckily, <clears throat> everybody had a band back then. Yes. You know, sound was, uh, you know, that was just a foreign thing. So uh, I'm thankful to have been able to come up in the industry then where, where there were uh, plenty of musicians, plenty of drummers, and, and, and just kind of uh, that I could feed from on the side of the stage watching them play and, and guys that... that you know, in this industry that influenced me when I first started would be guys like, uh, oh, Bruce Droit, who uh, played for the Goodmans after uh, uh, Ricky had left uh, with Howard and Bestel. Um, Tracy Richardson played for the Hensons. Um, 
John Noski, who played for Gold City back in the day. My brother Dean, of course, yes. was a great player. Uh, and, you know, and then there's a lot of wide variety of, of music that, you know, I listened to, and there was a lot of, lot of players that, that influenced uh, uh, me when I was sure. coming along. So, okay, I'm going to put you on the spot, because I like Tins, what we do on the show. I'm going to put right. you on the spot here. Favorite band that you ever heard in Southern Gospel music? Favorite band I've ever heard in Southern Gospel? Ever. It doesn't have to be somebody. It can be, you can pull them out from the 40s, 50s. Anytime. What was your favorite band that played with a group in Southern Gospel music? Mm, you know what? It's going to be a tie for two, and I'll have to name them. Okay, go for it. Uh, it would be uh, the Henson Band. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I liked it when they had, uh, well, I liked it when they had the four-piece and the five-piece, Greg Taylor, Steve Dixon, um, Tracy, and uh, Dirk Johnson. But then I liked it when they went to the five-piece and had Kelly and Scott with Carrie, and, of course, Tracy and Rodney LaShawn on the piano. And then I liked the Goodman Band when it was Rusty and Sam, Michael English and Tanya, and the band was Bruce Troit. James Gordon Freeze, Michael Sykes, and for a short period was Roger Fortner on the electric, and they were kicking. <laughs> I, you know, you just just name off those names, and if you know anything about musicians, that is quite a group of people to have all in one location at at one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was so thankful that that we could go out the weekend and might be working with the Goodmans with that or with the Hensons with that, and so I, I would get to sit and watch them and and you know learn. I mean, it was it was a great time. Oh yeah. It, do you ever see that coming back? I know I talk about that a lot. You know, we talk about groups now that are are carrying more of a band. Do you ever see that coming back? Do you think? You know what? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, in this economic climate, it, it's really hard uh, for, for groups out there now that that are just trying to watch their pennies and, mm-hmm. and be able to uh, to carry a production and and this and that and so. I don't know, but I tell you, uh, one of the the highlights for me lately was uh, last year at the Quartet Convention when they did the uh, they did the celebrating hundred years of Southern Gospel music. Yes, and we got to play. I was in the house band for that uh, with with some of the guys I had mentioned, uh, plus Gary Prim and uh, Duncan Mullins, and of course Kelly and Scott and Bruce Watkins and myself. And we got to play, and it was all live that day for the Downings and for the Hensons and Gold City and the Singing Americans and, you know, the Rambos, and the list went on. And, and it was like, man, now that was a showcase. I yes. love that. It was a great time. See, and if you missed it, you missed it. It was last year. And yeah. You, see? That's why you <laughs> well, should... you, can go on, you can go on YouTube, and somebody has put some pretty good clips in there. <laughs> I had a good camera. You know, I'm not promoting that, okay, but but I'm saying that I've got a few of those clips saved in my YouTube's favorites because I just have to watch it every now and then. It is. It's good stuff, and and I've, yeah. I've come across it, too. I wasn't going to say that, but yes. <laughs> okay, busted. I'm busted. All right. <laughs> if, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, which, I mean, has is, is got to be a great job being with your family in, in that, what would you see Mike doing if, if you weren't doing this? What would you, what would interest you? Uh, I like video editing, and uh, I'm into video or audio editing. I mean, I do quite a bit of it. We uh, we just finished two brand new DVDs. 
that we recorded in Dallas, Texas, uh, at First Baptist Dallas last August. And, uh, and I've just finished editing those and actually just got them to the, uh, the replicator. Uh, that, and those will be released May the 5th, I think. And, uh, and I love doing stuff like that, you know, uh, uh, working with that, working with, uh, with the audio side of it, uh, making all that work together. And, uh, and I like working with numbers, too, you know. So uh, uh, I have a kind of a, a variety of things I like. Uh, I was into flying there for a long time. <clears throat> had my license and uh, had a plane for a while and just ran out of time with our schedule between the sure. studio and being on the road. You know, that's something you either do all the time or you don't. You don't just kind of do it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend I, I, not flying with a pilot who kind of does it. Yeah, cause <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I miss that, though, you know, and, and I want to get back into that someday because uh, fall of the year was always my favorite time to fly. It was so beautiful in Carolina. So, But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few things I enjoy outside of getting on the bus and going out and playing and singing. So what, how do you, I don't ever see you relaxing. So when you do get a chance to relax, what do you do? Because I'm sure it's probably work because that's, I'm guessing your personality is that you're probably, even when you're relaxing, you're thinking and working. But what do you do to relax? I take off. I have to, I go, I like to go, I like to snow ski. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll go to, uh, I've been down to South America a few times, uh, skiing down in Chile and uh, uh, want to go back to Argentina. I go down somewhere where the cell phone doesn't work, and I can, I can check my email at my leisure <laughs> for, about, for about five or six days and just get away and, uh, uh, and unwind, and, I, and I, enjoy, I enjoy traveling like that out of the country. I love Central and South America. I love the Far East. Okay, and, uh, that's cool. Okay, so now this leads me to the next question then. When you're in, in one of those countries, favorite food that you can't find in america that you eat when you're down there uh you know what i like seafood and so it's not necessarily that it's different Mm -hmm. they may prepare it different their spices and you know whatever they put on it i mean i love uh, like uh, crab legs i love lobster shrimp stuff like that and there's a particular seasoning that they use in brazil at this at this restaurant that i go to there that's that's really really good it's very spicy and then of course if you go to the far east uh you know uh, hong kong will have a different flavor to that mm. that'll have uh, more of a, a ginger type and then you know it'll it may have a little more of a curry base as well so but i you know i like it all <laughs> it's all good huh? so no but that's that's really cool back to the to the to the fan festival just for a minute because we want to get people again so it's going to be a it's a great time if you've never been and you've thought about going, this year is a great year because, you, as, as Mike mentioned, there's some great artists that are going to be there, plus Charles Stanley, who's going to be there, who's a fantastic speaker. And I want to encourage you to come by. Plus, there's another thing we haven't talked about. There's a time, really, where people can go in, their booths, they can buy product. And also, you're going to have some of the groups from the West Coast there, too, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. We have a, we have a great lineup of West Coast groups uh, that, that do a great job, and, and, and I was trying to think of everybody and apologize that I left out some, but, you know, Liberty and the Bean family actually are doing their kind of farewell appearance at the, at the Fan Festival, a great family that's actually from there in California. Mm-hmm. The Herb Henry family is one of the most talented families you'll ever hear. 
Yes. And we have them every year uh, uh, at, at the Fan Fest. And, and Brother Herb's a great guy, and uh, he's been a, a dear friend to our family for years, and he has a talented family. So a lot of good West Coast talent. And it's, it's really an exciting time out here on the West Coast and something that you should get involved with. If you haven't gone before and you've heard about it, because everybody's heard about it, if you're into this music, you've heard about the event, make plans this year. Give them the website one more time, Mike. It's uh, fanfestivals.com. And you, can get and, a, I'll, uh, and you can get all the information there uh, for tickets, uh, for hotels, for your RV, uh, anything, maps of the city, directions coming from north, south, east, west to get into Visalia, everything you need to know. And, uh, and we look forward to uh, having a great time there uh, the last uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in April. Yes, we're going to be there. And you also have a bus tour going, too. Yes, yes, we have the, uh, the Great Western Fun Bus, Fan Festival Fun Bus, and uh, uh, that's this is the first year, actually, that that, that we're doing that, and uh, and we've, we've been getting good response from it. So it's it's another avenue to help people that uh, may not uh, be able to drive, uh, maybe uh, you know for whatever reason, but but would love to come if they had transportation to do so. And right. so this is a, this is an avenue where they can do that, and and people can find out about the fun bus on the fan festival's website as well. Plus, there's a YouTube video there. Yeah. You, you yep. See, it's all kinds of cool stuff. By the way, April 28th through the 30th, come hang out in Visalia, California. Mike, great to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks a lot, Rob, and uh, look forward to talking with you in Visalia.